All right, Zoe, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Matt. Now, Zoe, where are you from? What do you do? Give us a bit so, of background yourself. For sure. I'm originally from Baltimore, but I live in Las Vegas now, and I'm a health and fitness coach. Awesome, and what got you started on that journey? So what was Zoe like at 14 years old? It's one question I always ask. For sure, at 14 years old, um, like most teenage girls, it was definitely a rough time. <laughs> and I wasn't happy with anything, I guess we'll just say with that. And I really hated my school. Uh, it was uh, one of those K through 12 schools. I've been there since kindergarten and I was, just, I was done, right? So by the time I turned 16, I was like, I gotta get out of the school, right? So I've always looked for a better way. And I found that better way. And I dropped out of high school at 16 and I started a dual enrollment program. So I went to college at 16 years old and finished high school at the same time. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. Like there's a better way in life. So ever since that, I've been like seeking this better way because I know there always is one. So the next step in that better way was when I turned 18 and I had no idea what I wanted to study. I had all kind of all the college basics out of the way and I was like, I don't know what to do. So I booked a one-way ticket and moved to Mexico. Wow. So, right? Yeah, that was my next step for a better way. And I didn't expect that to turn into three years of world traveling. I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but I backpacked Mexico and Central America. I um, traveled Southeast Asia and even spent a year living in Australia as well. And it was incredible. Like some of the most amazing times of my life. What was your favorite flight? Favorite place? Oh, I always go back to Mexico, probably. My Spanish, I mean, it's terrible now. Um, I wasn't fluent then, but at least I could communicate. So versus Asia, you know, I couldn't communicate. Yeah. And I just yeah. love the culture down there. I love, I was always on the beach and it was just amazing. Just good times. Oh, that's awesome. And what led you in the, into the nutrition route? So the training well, nutrition side of things? Yeah, of course. So the travel side, while it was amazing, the biggest issue I had was like every other person, I will say, where you've got a trip coming up, so you want to look good. So I'd get fit, I'd get in great shape, and then I would go on these, you know, not two-week vacations, like long, open-ended, one-way ticket travels. And I would stop. So I have this great body, but then I wouldn't maintain it. I'd just start eating what I wanted and laying on the beach, and yeah, it was great, but eventually the pounds would like pack on, like they would sneak up. I would get away with it for a minute. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Like I can, I can pull this off, but I can't. And I never did like three years running. I always went through the same cycle, no matter how much I pretended it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So I was so fed up with it by the end. And I was actually living in Sydney and do you know, um, wake up the hostel? Nah, where is that? Oh, uh, it's right down in the city center. There's a uh, huge like, seven floor hostel called wake up. Kings cross. And, huh? Kings cross. No, not in Cross. Um, central, Central. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So well, I was working there, and I ran into a guy that I had met previously on my trip. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm stoked. I'm back in the gym again. I'm working out a lot. And, you know, and he basically he had a bunch of friends with him. He said, all right, so why are you still fat? I was like, wow. Like, thanks, man. Like, I was. Don't say, bro. <laughs> right? Like, I was busting my butt. Like, working out like couple, multiple times a day. I walked 40 minutes to and from the gym, on my feet, bartending all night. Like, why was I still fat was the real question. Like he made a good point, even though it really hurt to hear it. Yeah. 
So when I got back to the States for real, like no more real traveling coming up, I said, all right, this is it. Fitness will be in my life no matter what. Like I need to keep this around. I can't go through this up and down, like just wrecking my confidence and my body repeatedly. It's just terrible. So eventually I got, um, I was in California and I started working in this little gym. And I was like, wow, this is fun. Like I like teaching classes. I like helping people and I want to go further. So I got my personal training cert and I moved to Vegas around that same time and started really working with people and helping them and just loving actually making a difference, you know, not just the trainer that like, Oh, come and like see me for a session and then like peace out, you know, like that's, that's all fine for some people, but like, I want to do more than that, you know, be a little different. Yeah, definitely. And uh, how'd you get affiliated with Jason? Cause now you're in, you, you've gone through his NCI and, and all yeah. that stuff. So I heard about him on the flow state of mind podcast. And we're talking about Jason Phillips. Yes. For those that don't know. Anyway. Yes. So I was listening to the flow state of mind podcast and he was on one of their episodes. And I was like, who is this guy? So I friended him on Facebook and I don't think I had even seen that much of his stuff. But one day, one of these posts came up about mastery. I was like, what, what's going on? Like, it's just I, like something clicked with me. So I commented and then we had a phone call the next day and it was for his coaching mastery group. And I was like, man, like I've worked with a coach before. Like, I was kind of skeptical, but I went for it. And it was the best decision ever. This was like kind of towards the start of quarantine that we did this and it's changed everything and then from there i had been wanting to do a nutrition cert for a while because i've got knowledge but i wanted to have more and the application so finally i was like all right let me get into that nci did that and working through that right now and i'm just i'm hooked like everything he offers is just amazing yeah definitely i can agree um right? now now what's the biggest problem you see working with people and clients in the nutrition space so What's, I know obviously reverse dieting is a big thing, but people don't get that. But for the, for the general population, just try and really dumb it down for people. What's one of the biggest problems you see? Uh, I would say one being consistency. People, they can be like, I got this, I'm going to change. And they go hard for a week. But they also like go too hard for a week and they cut out everything. And they're like, I can, I can do this but then they fail so epically hard at the end of that week because it was too much, too fast. And very, very, very few people can manage that. Um, so just jumping in right away, I had these high expectations and really being, um, listening to everything they hear online, you know, and, and that hurts. People think they have all this knowledge because they read things, but those things aren't real legit, you know, and they're not really there to help them. Yeah, definitely. And, and sustainability too. I was actually yeah. speaking to a client last week and um, she was getting down because I put a post up about clients that have lost two kilos, three kilos. And I said, look, everyone's running a different race. You know what I mean? Don't get discouraged. And she's been with me for four weeks. And she goes, you know, like the first initial week, I lost three kilos. Um, and, you know, my weight has stagnated. And I go, look, if you, if, you were, if you were going to lose three kilos a week for like 20 weeks, imagine how much weight, you know, it's not... It's not real. No. And, and it's just one thing, like we see everything out there and it all looks great. And, you know, someone has lost 20 kilos in, in 10 weeks, but you're not going to continually lose 10 kilos every 10 weeks. That's one thing that people need to really understand, like the, the real truth behind fat loss and how it actually works. So, 
Yeah. I mean, I make sure every client now, like when they sign on with me, they know it's not a fast journey. Like this is not quick results. Cause I say, you know, that's what you've done in the past, right? Like most likely that's what you've done and it didn't work long term. Like, do you want this to work long term or do you want to keep doing what you've been doing? You know, that's like the first question. If you want to keep doing what you're doing, go for it. But then we're not working together. Yeah. It's, it's hard. One thing I found, it's hard changing people. You kind of have to find the right people that are ready. If you, yeah. Some people have been just fed all this stuff and then you've got a short amount of time to convince them. And one thing I found is at the right time, they come. Mm-hmm. Initially, I used to try and say, look, this is the best way, this, 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 this. And it's just too overwhelming for them. If they're not ready for it then and then. Yeah. They're not ready yeah. for that step. But um, yeah, no, I love your approach. You know, you're, you're along the right, you know, you've got the right guy in your corner. Um, I'm pumped you in, in uh, NCI. Have you done level one? Yeah. Oh, okay. So uh, a couple weekends ago, I went through that. Yeah. So yeah. I've done my level two as well. So a couple months ago. His latest nice. It's game changing. I know it's addictive, eh? You just want to keep going and going and going, progressing. Um, are you in the? You're in the collective. Yeah, I'm yeah. in the collective too. Yeah. Oh, well, you're Adele. You're not obviously. You're not coming to Nashville. That's not going to happen. You guys aren't uh, open the borders. Good. Yeah. So yeah. our borders are closed for. All. Well, they're saying another year. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. Damn. We're just going to say, are you going to be in Nashville? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to have a blast. I'm pumped. I can't wait. Yeah, great people around. So. So who are you working with at the moment? Explain your clientele. What type of people do you work with? So majority female. Yeah. Um, I, do, I do love working with males, but I, I attract a lot of females. So yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. And they're typically, you know, like I would say, you know, mid twenties to early forties. And they're just fed up with the crap, honestly. And they're fed up with, seeing the fakeness that's out there you know the people that say like oh you know the the influence typical influencers and they're recognizing that they are just that they're these influencers and they don't necessarily have their best interests at heart um so people who are ready for that real life change who are no longer looking for a quick fix and they understand it's going to be a slow process and they know this coming in so these aren't things that i have to coach them into understanding they have that foundation behind them. Yeah. Women are typically adventurous, um, which is funny that they didn't know this about me. It was signing on. None of these women have known my story of adventure first. So when we figured this out, I'm like, wow, how do I keep attracting these adventurous women who have no idea of my adventure background? So I think that's really fun. Um, it just makes me really excited to think about that. Yeah. Do you- how do you go at the moment? So, so you're missing the travel? Um, a little bit. Not so much the long-term open-ended travel because now I'm working on building this up. And while I'm all online and I can go anywhere, I feel it could be really hard to keep a good schedule if you're constantly on the move while you're in a building phase, right? It's yeah. a little hard. Yeah. So, I mean, I am going to Nashville, right? And then I'll be in San Francisco um, in August and... Hawaii, as long as quarantine's done, I'll be there in October. So I've got some travel coming up. Oh, exciting. Yeah. And, and, what's your, and what's your training approach, Zoe? So what type of training do you do at the moment? So um, for my clients, yeah? Oh, not, not for yourself. Oh, for myself. Okay, so oh, it's rough. Um, 
I have had so many little injuries this past year and I had ankle surgery in January. So I'm just getting back into training my lower body for real. It's been a hell of a healing process. I'm still not really there yet, but I'm back into like two days a week training legs, um, heavy. Although what I prefer to be doing would be plyometrics. I want to be jumping and all that stuff, but my body is saying no. Um, I don't want a big swollen ankle, so I'm staying away. But for the majority of quarantine, I wasn't doing anything on my, on my legs. So it was all upper body and it was all at the park. So my pull-ups, there's like pull-ups and flag progressions and front lever and back lever progressions and all that kind of stuff. But you know, because I'm not as smart for myself as I am for my clients, I have overworked myself a bit. Yeah. Because I got a 30 pound weighted vest and I was like, pull-ups all day, love these things. And my elbows are like, oh, no, not so much. Yeah, so I'm pulling not. back. Uh, but I also love to do aerial dance. So I think was like say that, yeah. I was gonna yeah. for you to share that. So, so how like you that. What made you get started? Were you a gymnast before? No, I wish. Um, I grew up as a dancer, so typical ballet, tap, jazz, hip hop, modern, all that stuff um, for about thirteen years. And when I turned eighteen, I started taking pole dancing classes, and I started teaching those and fell in love. So I was like, oh, this is cool. My first time dancing, not on my feet, right? Something different. And then after my travels, I got back and I started into pole, but then I found the lira, which is like the big hoop that hangs yep. and the silks. So I started taking those and I was like, this is incredible. And I dropped pole. I was like, okay, this is, I can't do all of them. So I got rid of that. And then I mainly just picked the hoop, the lira. And it's my favorite thing in the world. I mean, it's so much fun you don't even realize you're working out. Like I got so strong just doing that kind of stuff. Cause you're constantly pulling your body up all the time, yeah. all this stuff. But it's not like, Oh, I'm going to the gym. I'm like having to put in this work. You're like, I'm going to class. It's going to be fun. Like my people are here. It's exciting. So yeah, that is like my favorite thing to do ever. It's crazy. But like that type of stuff, it's, it's amazing. Like for example, gymnasts, how like calisthenics, like they're not lifting many weights, but they're working with their body weight and just how strong they are. Oh, what? my goodness. Yeah. The muscles, like you would think some of these people are like fitness competitors when you look at their body. I mean, I've um, had people look at my boyfriend's transformation and we dropped 20 pounds off of him. And I had no idea when we did this, how much muscle he had under him. Yeah. It's insane. Like he is jacked and it's all calisthenics. He doesn't touch weights at all. It's, it's crazy, like the tension yeah. in the body, like it's constant tension in the body. Like people don't, people don't realize, like even I explain to people when you're doing a push up, it's a moving plank. When you're doing a chin up, your core's working. Like it's all core movements. And uh, yeah. it's just amazing, yeah. Just kind of seeing their physiques. It's incredible, so incredible. Yeah, we've got some amazing things under there. And that's one thing I'm constantly trying to tell people. I'm like, look, if you want fat loss, it's nutrition. Like obviously mm -hmm. training, training's super important, but if you ever want to dial into that low body fat and start seeing some, you know, some cuts and abs, you got to get serious on nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and I, and I totally get you how you said, um, you know, how you, how you had the body and then you went overseas and you lost it. Cause I went to a visa in 2013 and I was looking at photos the other day. Oh, the terrible dad body. <laughs> so oh, yeah, it happens. So I definitely get you there. Now, Zoe, so where do you want to take this uh, in the future? What's the plans? Oh, so 
I've only recently begun like having more of a vision and I'm not, it's not super clear, but I'm seeing this growing, right? I absolutely love connecting with my clients. I mean, I do a video chat once a week and it's my favorite part of my job are those calls. I look forward to them. We have a good time. They could be anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. I try not to set a time frame, and I really love it. Um, so I see at some point having other people working with me that take care of more um, the training aspect of things. Yeah. And I'll still be involved, obviously, making sure everything is like where I want it, but kind of handling all those other parts and where I can connect with the clients deeper and you know, since I've transitioned out of in-person training to online, all those hours I spend in the gym, I'm now spending on myself, learning and building and growing in, so I can help my clients better. So the less time I can spend on the working, like in front of you side, the more time I can spend on helping you better. Yeah. And yeah, that's all I want to do is just set things up so I can further help everybody better and maybe have a small team of people um and see where my vision goes after that you know that's awesome and and the better you are the better your work is mm -hmm. that's one thing like, like i get up every morning and i read on positive uh, positive attitudes so i'm big on jeffrey Gittimer. i don't know if you know him but he's a great author and um like i just study like i'm a, i'm fascinated with it like positive mindset attitude personal development get up every day start my day with some audio it's just amazing like like people think that you know, watching, yeah, like watching Netflix, watching TV is good, but if you just put an hour, hour of your day into yourself, mm -hmm. it's learning, like you can constantly learn about, you know, nutrition, training, anything, but oh personal development, it all starts there. I've completely like since quarantine, actually, I've been, okay, I'm not going to lie. The first like week or two, they were not prime, um, but then I got into the coaching mastery and I'm like, everything changed. Right. So I don't even watch Netflix unless it's at the very end of my work day and I'm done with everything and it's maybe like an hour at night. But other than that, like it's all listening to podcasts or just videos, whatever, something that I'm learning. So even when I used to just turn Netflix on while I was eating for five minutes, I put a podcast on for those same five minutes and take in information that way. And you're right. I mean, the whole positive mindset thing, like it's huge. I mean, sometimes I'll be like, man, I wish I was like further. I wish I, I'm like, wait, hold on. Like you're so much further than you were six months ago. You're so much further than you were a year ago, two years ago. Like you're growing. So yeah. you can't think about you wish you were there. Cause like you're already there compared to where you were. Yeah. So just keep reminding myself that. And it's, it's good. I love it. I definitely get you there. Cause even when I went to uh, San Diego and I was talking to Jace and, um, and we'll get into Starbucks one morning and I was saying to him, I go, you know, I'm with my fiance, we're watching, we're watching Netflix and I'm thinking about, fuck, you know, I should have had that podcast on or I was thinking about a podcast to listen to today or some audio book and it's crazy. And he goes, man, that's me. Like, I can't sit there and focus. He goes, it's normal. Yep. It's for sure knowing that someone else is going through it because I was like, what's wrong with me? I can't I'm in the same boat. Me, but... Nope. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Same. I'll be doing something and I'll just have these like, words like in my so the funniest thing after the nci level one i think it was after the first day i want to say i was trying to go to sleep and just the words allostatic load 
kept repeating in my mind. And I was like, what is this? Like, turn off. And when I woke up, the first thing when I woke up, the same thing in my mind. I was like, I can't shut it down. Yeah. But it's good, and I like it. I like that these things are in my brain, not other random stupid things. Exactly, and it means you're growing too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Not yet. Maybe one day. Um, I feel like I have so many things to learn and to get going right now that if I try to add one more new thing on my plate, I don't. Yeah. I'm just working on uh, going live more because honestly, like, so I think. I think it was when quarantine started, I want to say, around then, I did my first ever speaking on camera, like on my Instagram story. Oh, well, I on YouTube. Huh? So all that um, Instagram live and, so, oh, sorry, Facebook live, that's all new to you now. Oh, yeah, all of it, super new. Awesome. And I, but I made myself do it because I've been putting it off. And I was like, if you keep putting it off, nobody's going to make you do it. Nobody's going to push you. So just do it. And... It's funny that that was only a few months ago and now I'm like making like getting comfortable doing podcasts and I no longer hate hearing myself. So it's just the more you do it, you get comfortable. And so maybe one day I'll get to a podcast myself, but right now I'm just getting more comfort on this end. Yeah. It's exciting. Constantly growing. But I just wanted to, I just want to take you back to when you made that transition. So what made you transition from in-person to online? That so, was super uncomfortable for you. Uh, well, Back in the winter, in like December or so, I had wanted to, I started thinking about online training. And I had said, I made a very bold statement. And I said, I want to have my business fully online in one year. Yet I had never even touched an online training anything. Like I knew nothing about it. Yeah. So, right. And then I started learning. And in February, I believe I had my first client. And I was like, okay, cool. Like this is the start. So I already had it going and then the pandemic hit, right? So I was like, okay, what better time than now to really make this happen for me? And it was actually a really easy transition. Oddly, none of my in-person clients went online. I have just been growing purely from people out there in the world coming to me. But the transition was easy, super easy. I still have lots to learn and you know figure things out, but it's been smooth, pretty smooth. And I have one person um, that I meet still in person and I really enjoy it. We meet three times a week. Like it's my way of getting out of the house. Right. Cause now I went from like up and about moving to just sedentary, which is insane to me. So at least he's my excuse to go and like sit in the grass cause we're outside. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, <laughs> some nature in at the same time. But, yeah. yeah. It's nice. That's cool. You I can tell you've got such a you know positive outlook on life and you look super excited with the next endeavor. I am. So it's really exciting what you got going, you know. I'm um, I'm pumped for you, Zoe. Thank but, you, um, yeah. Yeah, Zoe, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I've always looked for that better way, you know? And I've always just cut like if I don't if something's not working for me, I just cut it out and I move on to the better way to, as long as I'm growing, you know, in the path I wanna go. Yeah, so, definitely. I know I know Tony Robbins says there's this six human needs you know certainty growth loving giving and then i kind of thought which one's me and it's always been growing like if i'm not growing every day i'm like i'm pissed off like if i'm if i miss a workout or if i said i was going to do a 45 minute walk and if, if i don't do that if i said i was gonna read 10 pages and i don't do it you know if i'm not growing i'm just so annoyed with myself so 
I definitely get you there. And it, it, and it lights me up too. So I'm, I'm excited for your journey. And it's literally just day, day by day, you know, learning and then applying too. Because I kind of, I used to go down rabbit holes where I listen to literally two, three hours of podcast and then end of the day, I'm like, what do I listen to? Yes. Oh, I feel you. <laughs> so now I'm trying to take it in, write it down and then, you know, put it into action. Yeah. Or I'll listen to um, similar topics of podcasts. So it was talking about this topic and maybe another podcast talking about the same topics. So I'm getting the same information in constantly. And then I'm like, okay, now it's really sinking in. Yeah. So that helps me too. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I know we can only take in so much. That's why you got to think on paper or write it down somewhere, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, so what do you want to leave the listeners with today? Uh, what I want to leave you guys with. So basically, if you are brand new, I'll say, don't try to jump right in and don't try to go crazy. Baby steps, right? They're the way you're really going to succeed. And don't be afraid to seek help. Um, whether it's just advice or find a coach, whatever route's best for you, but don't be afraid to get started. Um, the longer you put it off is just the longer you put it off. That's exactly it. You're going to do it eventually. So why wait to do it, right? Don't delay the outcome. It's just, you could get where you want to be faster and your life can be so much better if you just start sooner. Um, there may never be a right time. And people always say, it's not the right time, it's not the right time. Well, it's, it's never going to be the right time. If you're always saying that, so just do it, you know, you, you can do it. I mean, people would say quarantine wasn't the right time to put a whole bunch of money into investing in yourself, but that's what I did. And I'm so happy that I did. I mean, every penny that I got during quarantine, I put right back into myself and into my growth and into my business. So don't be afraid to invest in bettering yourself because it's worth it. You know, depending, no matter what angle you do it in, it's definitely worth it. And that's literally all it is. Just do it. Like when mm -hmm. I got started, I, I say it in a lot of podcasts, I had no idea with business and I just started. You know, I literally, I was in construction. I literally, I literally quit and jumped straight in and you figure it out. Like if you burn the boats at the shore, <laughs> like you've got no option but to succeed. Oh my God. I, um, I was a bartender and I was trying to be a personal trainer and I was talking to this established trainer out here and he was like you can't do both you'll never you'll never do both and you'll never do them well so he gave me this talk i didn't realize i needed and i quit my job my parents thought i was insane yeah i was like i live in vegas there's a bar every five feet i can get another job if i have to but i'm not looking at that um within a few weeks i had my first client she was five days a week that's like nobody gets that right so that was pretty cool um and that was my first like big just cut it and just go for your next step and I've just been making those steps ever since that and cutting the in-person was that most recent step. So you gotta just do it. How exciting, mate. We've got to connect in 12 months and see what yeah. you do. Definitely, it's gonna be amazing. I'm so stoked. That's awesome, Zoe, no, I can't wait. Now, Zoe, where can everyone find you on Instagram, Facebook, social media? So I'm on Facebook at Zoe Stern or it's um, uh, facebook.com slash zoe.stern.7. Um, that's where I post most of my stuff. I'm also on Instagram and it's at train stern style. And as well as I also have a free ebook that I did on helping people get rid of their bloating. Cause it's something I struggled with for years. Um, and it's almost a, it's a never ending struggle for me because certain foods will aggravate me. So it'll happen regardless if I 
allow that to happen. But if you're out there and you're struggling, um, I've done a lot of the work for you in my years of investigating and going to doctors and all this just time and energy spent. Um, so I'd love to help you guys out free ebook to help you get rid of that. So if you go to rageagainstthebloat.com, you can get your copy over there. And I would love to hear how it works for you. It's a three week plan, easy to do. And I don't take out a whole bunch of food from you at once. So don't be terrified. Um, you can do it and you should if you're struggling in any way. Guys, definitely check it out. Check out Zoe. She's got big things happening. Zoe, thanks again. Thanks for joining me. That was awesome. Thanks for having me, Matt. It's been great.